0: second samuel chapter 13 to chapter fourteen. 14 second samuel chapter 13 and it came to pass after this that absalom the son of david had a, had a fair sister and it came to pass after this that absalom the son of david had a fair sister whose name was tamar and amnon the son of David, loved her, and Amnon was so vexed that he fell sick for his, for his sister Tamar, for she, for she was a virgin, and Amnon thought it hard for him to do anything to her. But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shimea, David's brother, And Jonadab was a very subtle man. And he said unto him, Why art thou, being the king's son, lean from day to day? Wilt thou not tell me? And Amnon said unto him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. And Jonadab said unto him, lay thee down on thy bed and make thyself sick and when thy father cometh to see thee say unto him i pray thee let my sister tamar come and give me meat and dress the meat in my sight that i may see it and eat it at her hand so amnon lay down and made himself sick and when the king was come to see him Amnon said unto the king, “I pray thee that I pray thee, let Tamar, my sister, come and make me a couple of cakes in my sight, that I may eat at her hand. Then David sent home to Tamar, saying, “Go now to thy brother Amnon's house and dress him meat. So Tamar went to her brother Amnon's house, and he was laid down, and she took flour and kneaded it and made cakes in his sight, and did bake the cakes, and she took a pan and poured them out before him, and he, but, but he refused to eat, and Amnon said, "Have out all men from me," and they went out every man from him. And Amnon said unto Tamar, Bring the meat into the chamber, chamber, that I may eat of thine hand. And Tamar took the cakes which she had made and brought them in unto the chamber of Amnet, unto the chamber to Amnon, her brother. And when she had brought them unto him to eat, he took hold of her and said unto her come lie with me my sister and she answered him nay my brother do not force me for no such thing ought to be done in israel do not thou this folly and i whither shall i cause my shame to go and as for thee thou shalt be as one of the fools in israel now, therefore, I pray thee, speak unto the king, for he will not withhold me from thee. Howbeit, he would not. He- howbeit, he could. Howbeit, 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 he would not hearken unto her voice, but being stronger than her, forced her and lay with her. Then Amnon hated her exceedingly, so that the hatred with wherewith he hated her was greater than the love wherewith he had loved her. And Amnon said unto her, Arise, and be gone. And she said unto him, There is no cause. This evil in sending me away is greater than the other that thou didst unto me but he would not hearken unto her. Then he called his servant that ministered unto him, and said, Put now this woman out from me and bolt the door after uh, after her. And she had a garment of diverse colours upon her, for with such robes were the king's daughters that were virgins appareled. Then his servant brought her out, brought her out and bolted the door after her and tamar put ashes on her head and rent her garment of diverse colors that was on her and laid her hand on her head and went on crying and absalom and absalom her brother said to her hath amnon thy brother been with thee but hold now thy peace my sister he is thy brother regard not this thing so tamar remained desolate in her brother's in her brother Absalom's house but when King David heard of all these things he was very wroth, and Absalom spake unto his brother Amnon neither good nor bad for Absalom hated Amnon because he had forced his sis- for- because he had forced his sister Tamar And it came to pass, after two full years, that Absalom had sheep-shearers in Baal Hazor, which is beside Ephraim, and Absalom invited all the king's sons. And Absalom came to the king and said, Behold now, thy servant hath sheep-shearers. Let the king, I beseech thee, and his servants go with thy servant. And the king said to Absalom, Nay, my son, let us not all now go, lest we be chargeable unto thee. And he pressed him, howbeit he would not go, but blessed him. Then said Absalom, If not, I pray thee, let my brother Amnon go with us. And the king said unto him, Why should he go with thee? But Absalom pressed him that he let Amnon and all the king's sons go with him. Now Absalom had commanded his servants, saying, Mark ye now, when Amnon's heart is merry with wine, and when I say unto you, Smite Amnon, then kill him. Fear not, have not I commanded you? Be courageous, and be valiant. And the servants of Absalom did unto Amnon, as Absalom had commanded. Then all the king's sons arose, and every man got him up upon his mule and fled. And it came to pass, when they were in the way, that tidings came to, came to David, saying, Absalom had slain all the king's sons, and there is not one of them left. Then the king arose, and tore his garments, and lay on the, and lay on the earth and all and all his servants stood by with their with their clothes rent and Jonadab the son of shimea david's brother answered and said let not my lord suppose that they have slain all the young that they have slain all the young men the king's sons for amnon only is dead for by the appointment of absalom his this for by the appointment of Absalom this had been determined from the day that he forced his sister Tamar. Now therefore let not my lord the king take the thing to his heart to think that all the king's sons are dead, for Amnon only is dead. But Absalom fled and the young man that kept the watch lifted up his eyes and looked and behold there came much people by the way of the hillside behind him and jonadab said unto the king behold the king's sons come as thy servant said so it is and it came to pass as soon as he had made an end of speaking that behold the king's sons came and lifted up their voice and wept and the king also and his and all his servants wept very sore but absalom fled and went to talmai the son of amihud king of geshur and david mourned for his son every day so absalom fled and went to geshur and was there 3 years and the soul of king david longed to go forth unto absalom for he was comforted, for he was comforted concerning Amnon, see, seeing he was dead. Chapter fourteen, Second Samuel, Chapter fourteen. Now Joab, the son of now Joab, the son of Zeruiah, perceived that the king's heart was toward Absalom. And Joab, and Joab sent to Te- Tekoah, and fetched thence a wise woman, and said unto her, I pray thee, feign thyself to be a mourner, and, and put on now mourning apparel, and anoint not thyself with oil, but be as a woman that hath, that had a long time mourned for the dead. <clears throat> and come to the king, and speak on this manner unto him. So Job put the word, and the women of Tekoa spake to the king. She fell on her face to the ground, and and did obeisance, and said, Help, O king! And the king said unto her, What aileth thee? And she answered, I am indeed a widow woman, and mine husband is dead and thine handmaid and thy handmaid had two sons and they two strove, to, strove together in the flea, in the field and there was none to part them but the one smote the other and slew him and behold the whole family is rigged, and behold the whole family is risen against thine handmaid And they said, Deliver him that smote his brother, that we may kill him for the life of his brother whom he slew. And we will destroy the hare also, and so they shall quench my coal which is left, and shall not leave to my husband neither name nor remainder upon the earth and the king said unto the women go to thine house and i will give charge concerning thee and the women of tekoa said unto the king my lord o king the iniquity be on me and on my father's house and the king and his throne and his throne be guiltless be guiltless and the king said Whosoever saith aught unto thee, Bring him to me, and he shall not touch thee any more. Then said she, I pray thee, let the king remember the Lord thy God, that thou wouldest not suffer the revengers of blood to destroy any more, lest they destroy my son. And he said, As the Lord liveth, there shall not one hair of thy son fall to the earth. Then the women said, "Let thine handmaid, I pray thee, speak one word unto my lord the king." And he said, "Say on." And the women said, "Wherefore had?" And the women said, "Wherefore then hast thou taught such a thing against the people of God? For the king doth speak this thing as one which is faulty, in that the king doth not fetch home again his banished." For we meet for we must needs die, for we must needs die and are as water spilt on the ground, which cannot be gathered up again. Neither doth God respect any person, yet doth he devise means that his banished be not expelled from him now therefore that i am come to speak of this thing unto my lord the king it is because it is because the people have made me afraid and thy handmaid said i will now speak unto the king it may be that the king will perform the request of his handmaid for the king will hear to deliver his hand, to deliver his handmaid out of the out of the hand out of the hand of of the man that would destroy me and my son together, out of the inheritance of God. Then thine handmaid said, The word of my lord the king shall now be comfortable. For For as an angel of God, so is my lord the king to discern good and bad. Therefore the Lord thy God will be with thee. Then the king answered and said unto the women, Hide not from me, I pray thee, the thing that I shall ask thee. And the women said, Let my lord the king now speak. And the king said, Is not the hand of Job with thee in all this? And the women answered and said, As thy soul liveth, my lord the king. None can turn to the right hand or to the left from aught that my, that my lord the king hath spoken. For thy servant Job, he bade me, and he put all these words in the mouth of thine handmaid. To fetch about this form of speech hath thy servant Job done this thing. And my, lo- and my lord is wise according to the wisdom of an angel of God to know all things that are in the earth. And the king said unto Job, Behold now, I have done this thing, go therefore, bring the young man Absalom again. And Job fell to the ground on his face, and bowed himself, and thanked the king. And Job said, Today thy servant knoweth that I have found grace in thy sight, my lord, O king, in that the king hath fulfilled the request of his servant. So Job arose and went to Geshur and brought Absalom to Jerusalem. And the king said, Let him turn to his own house, and let him not see my face. So Absalom Returned to his own house, and saw not the king's face. But in all Israel there was none to be so much praised as Absalom for his beauty. From the sole of his foot even to the crown of his head there was no blemish in him. And when he pulled his head, for it was at every year's end that he pulled it, that he pulled it, Because the hair was heavy on him, therefore he pulled it. He weighed the hair of his head at two hundred shekels after the king's weight. And unto Absalom there were born three sons and one daughter, whose name was Tamar. She was a woman of a fair countenance. So Absalom dwelt two full years in Jerusalem and saw not the king's face. Therefore Absalom sent for Job to have sent him to the king but he would not come to him and when he and when he sent again the second time he would not come therefore he sent therefore he said unto his servants see job see therefore he said unto his servants see Job's field is near mine, and he had barley there. Go and set it on fire. And Absalom's servant set the field, set the field on fire. Then Job arose and came to Absalom unto his house and said unto him, Wherefore have thy servant set my field on fire? And Absalom answered Job, Behold, I sent unto thee, saying, Come hither. That I may send thee to the king, Yashur. It had been good for me to have been there still. Now, therefore, let me see the king's face, and if there be any iniqui- and if there be any iniquity in me, let him kill me. So Job came to the king and told him. And when he had called for Absalom, he came to the king and bowed himself on his face to the ground before the king, and the king kissed Absalom.